welcome to episode 51 of Into the Podcast. I am your host, Sam, and I'm joined each and every goddamn freaking week by the beautiful Ryan Chitterden. Say hello, the beautiful Ryan Chitterden. Hey, up. Hey, Doc. You good? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Are you? Yeah, I'm very good, mate. We've just had a lovely burger. Great burger. Wasn't it? It was a... A surprise, to say the yeah. least. We fancy the takeaway. We always get pizza, don't we? Yeah. And then I was going to surprise you and say, mate, should we do hot wings tonight? Mm. I didn't think Josh was going to be here. Right. No, he's not a hot wing fan. Of course. But he's unfortunately caught old Paulie Sam's Paulie, and he? So he's not very well. So he's at home tonight. Uh, and he wanted a burger. So we tried out a new place called Sin City Burger in Lincoln. Yeah. It was fucking banging. It man. was really, really nice. Top tier burger. Top tier burger. I'd, so I would eat there again. We have got... Happy Tums right now. Absolutely. Very happy Tums. Now, completely uh, random, Ryan. That's got, how we like it on this podcast. I've got a question for you. That oh, has absolutely nothing to do with pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's a question I heard on the internet last night. That When I first heard it, I was like, what the fuck? And then I couldn't stop thinking about it. Okay. And then I put it in a group chat. And they then spoke about it for nearly two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, yeah, I just want to see what your thoughts are. Go on. In a 24-hour period, so in a day, how many owls would you need to see for you to think there's fucking something going on here? That's a great question. Digest that question a second. Because you don't see many owls, do you? No. At what point do you think, hey, something ain't fucking right? Why is there so many owls? I think three. Hey, you see, this is, this is why I'm loving this question, because anyone that's like, what the fuck are you on about? Start adding this question to your friends, because you get the people that are like 15, 20. No, it's three. More people are twos, threes. Yeah, because let's be honest, owls are very rare to see. Unless you're out at night and you're looking for them, you don't come across owls very often. You don't. And is it, is, is it a general day? Am I awake during the night? Am I awake for the full 24 hours? What this am I doing it. in this day? This is it. There's Just, a lot of factors. There's yeah. a lot of variables. I think if you see one, you're like, oh, that's cool, an owl. Don't oh, see, banging Don't owl. see them very often. You see another one, you'd be like, no fucking way, I've just two seen an owl. Two owls. You see three, like, fucking, right, what's going on here? <laughs> uh, yeah. Summer, summer's not right here. You, that's three owls in, in a day. In a 24-hour period, I've just seen three owls. You see, summer's I went fucking four. Up. My answer was four. I four okay. by three, I'd be like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Nice. But by four, that's when my thought process would change right and i start thinking four owls is a lot of owls yeah a no, lot I, of owls it is a hell of a lot of owls unless you're like a falcon falconry whatever you call them is it is that what you call these bird shows where they all fly and shit <laughs> i don't know potentially yeah why not unless you're at one of them yeah and they've got bloody owls everywhere yeah, well, if you're at a bird show then fair enough yeah that's fine if you're an owlery yeah an owlery <laughs> but you're just wandering around the mean yeah. streets fucking lincoln exactly or cheser yeah not, not given a flying hoot. hoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this show brings you. It brings you family fucking entertainment. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. But I think three, my mindset changes at three because one, nice. Two, ooh, that's a coincidence. Three, fucking government conspiracy. How many hours until you ring your mum and tell her you love her, just in case? Six. Six. Yeah, because I'm already double. That's double that, the point where I'm at, like, fucking something's going on here. Yeah. Mm. Interesting question, though, isn't it? Great question. I just, Great question. I come across it on the internet, and honestly, I was just like, what a random question. Great what you come across on the internet. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then, yeah. I, and then I put it on a different group chat, and then it just went mad. It went mad in that group chat. Yeah. Max was in that group chat. Max just made a lot of owl puns, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> As he does. Yes. He, was, he was very fantastic. Yeah. So what I did was, instead of liking all of his comments, I just put a different emoji underneath each, each one, like a wizard or a genie or a pancake. So, so totally not related to <laughs> no. what he was saying. Yeah, I like no, that. I like that. I like not? the randomness And of I it. think that's my new thing. I'm just going to start, instead of liking things, I'm just going to start putting like genies under stuff. Yeah, why not? And it's magical and the, fun. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and the Algerian flag. Weird and wonderful. Mm, yeah, exactly. So uh, that's how we're starting this podcast. I like that. I think we should start every episode with a random, random question. Random question. If I come across more, I will start doing them because I, lo- I don't want to come across like all other podcasts. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. these normally come from podcasts or... Oh yeah, we don't want to be ripping people off. Yeah, exactly. Not, you know. That was just one that really stuck with me that I wanted to put out there to our listeners. So please let us know how many hours until you ring your mum and tell her you love her. 
just in case. Just in case. we'd like to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should... In fact, I told our friend Megan, who gets many a mention on this uh, podcast. Um, the lovely Megan. The lovely Megan. She buys us many a snack. That's why she gets... She's great. That's why she ends up with so many mentions. Yeah. Maybe if other people bought snacks, <laughs> they get more mentions. <laughs> to be fair, there's not many weeks that we don't buy. We have to buy our own snacks. I know. These days. In fact, we're using our own snack this week, which is a bit weird. I know, but, but these have been in the cupboard for months because people keep buying snacks. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We, we've got we've got a backlog. Yeah, so we've got some now. So um, I promised Megan that I would give we would give an update of the film. So a few weeks ago, me and Ryan uh, put out there to the world that we are going to write a film. Yes. And we're going to star in a film and we're going to shoot a film. Yep. Um, Written by, directed by, and starring... Sam and Ryan of Into the Podcast. Yeah, of Into the Podcast fame. So what we decided to do was get drunk. Mm. Um, it was the night of Studio 666 episode, yeah. which was two episodes ago. We had a skin full of beverages um, and we decided, well, we got pen and paper. We sat here just drinking beer. I Let, started making notes, didn't I? Yeah, let's just... Let's just throw some ideas out there. Yeah. And that's actually a little bit harder when you're just like trying to force an idea. That was it. I think that was our problem. It just wasn't coming naturally. We were like, we said we're going to write a film, so let's do it right now. Yeah. And we decided. So, was that, what do we want it to be? We want it to be a horror. We went horror because we know horror very well. Mm. And we that's was- how it started, wasn't it? Because there's a lot of shit awful horror films out there that you, you you question how has this been made in the first place and that's how we it started because we were like well we can do better now we can write yeah. a better script than this and uh, i think so far we have done so far <laughs> honestly we've not got many words no but the concept the concept so the initial concept was my idea because it was toying with what we should do and we decided i don't know zombie apocalypse whilst we're recording the podcast fyi been done before oh yeah yeah but it's fine you know especially these days podcasts tend to be in a lot of films but we decided to double down double down double down because because this is the thing that's going to make it unique everyone goes to a you know in horror it's a horror theme is it zombies in this film is it ghosts is it a slasher with a man on the run no, not into the podcast, because what I was thinking about was when we did our episodes on ghosts and zombies and werewolves and humans, of how would we survive that? Yeah. So we discussed how we'd survive a zombie apocalypse. We'd just stay the fuck inside. Uh, easy. We'd just not go outside. So we went, well, let's do a horror film. How are we surviving the humans? We just stay inside. Lock stay away from people, yeah. yeah. And that was kind of the idea for everything. So I said, well, how about this? We're inside recording into the podcast. Yeah. The zombie apocalypse starts happening. Yeah. We get up and lock the doors. We get up and lock the doors, obviously, immediately, and just carry on drinking and recording yeah, the podcast. Yeah, obviously. We're filming a few things. Yeah. But as the film goes on, mm. haunted house, ghosts, ghosts and zombies, double down, bitches. Yeah, that's it. Twice the horror for your money. Yeah. We can't stay inside because of the ghosts. But we, we can't, can't go outside because of the zombies. zombies. And then at some point, the werewolves turn up and it's just fucking mental, mate. So as we're right in this process, we're quite pissed. And Ryan's like, oh my God, yeah. And then at one point, zombie Claire can come to the window and Ryan ran outside the house. We were sat in his, um, in his new extension. And he ran outside the house and he pretended to be zombie Claire. And he's going, ooh. Up against the window, at the window it? like this. And he was like, yeah. And then we spoke for about 45 more seconds, turned around, and Claire was at the other fucking window. <laughs> She'd been out for like the last, well, she's been out all night, hasn't all she? Night. She scared the shit out of us. Hell. It was terrifying. <laughs> so that set us up for it then. We was on it. <laughs> so we was like, what? We need something else. So we've got a premise. We was like, right, so that's act one. Act two, we didn't come up with a lot. What was Can you remember the one thing we had for act two? <sighs> boobs, was it? Boobs. Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so there's going to be a sex scene. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I think Claire's getting her wabs out. Well, if we it, said boobs, she said they'd be hers. Yeah, she to was more than happy to to partake in this. Yeah, because there's got to be boobies in this film. We need a selling point. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're so, not the sex symbols. We're not the sex symbols, we need, we need We need a sex pull. Yeah, exactly. Boobs so, sell. That's act two. Act three, werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we've got in act three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, you wrote somehow werewolves. <laughs> somehow werewolves on the notes. 
So that's where we're at. That's yeah. I feel like it's got a lot of potential. It's got a lot of potential so far. <laughs> yeah. I feel we need some more drinks in us to carry mm-hmm. on yeah. with this. Yeah. But um I've come up with a uh, with a uh, an idea for a film. I just wanted to um to sort of air it out to you, see what you think, see if we can use it, okay? Yeah. So the idea of this film um it's gonna start off country road, van pulls over, yeah, two men, hazmat suits get out. Oh right. P- pitching this in your head, everyone. Yeah. Go to the back of the van, toxic waste in the back of it. What we're gonna do is toxic waste. But we're supposed to take it to the toxic waste fucking plant up the road. Nah, let's just dump it in this here river. Oh lazy bastards. buggers. Lazy buggers. Not Boom. thinking of the consequences. Exactly. Are they? Chuck it in there. Just a quick two minute intro to the film. Then I don't know, maybe some like eighties dance music or something. Yeah, Just eighties yeah. dance pop going on. And we see a nice, lovely looking man and woman about to go on some cute little camping adventure. Yep. And they're like, oh yeah, cool. This is gonna be so cool. And they're walking through the woods. They get out of the car, they walk through the woods, they're really excited for this camping adventure. And he's telling her ghost stories about what could happen in the in the woods. And she's all like, Oh, stop it. I don't like that, you little tinker. Oh. So then they get get there, set up the tent, ready for fucking camping action. Yeah, yeah. I skip forward a few scenes. I don't know, maybe the woman wants to give some mouth love to the man's genitals. Maybe. You never know. Maybe. So she's like, oh, gives a go on them genitals then, young man. And she has a look and she's like, that's well gross. You've not even trimmed your pubes. Go get them pubes trimmed, right? Right. And he's and all like, oh, come on. And she's like, no, get in that water over there. Get them fucking bristles gone. And he's like, oh, fine for the mouth love. So he goes over, opens his bag, and he's like, oh, yeah, and he pulls out his razor. I'm glad he's brought a razor camping with him. Yeah, and he's like, oh, but this is where the joke is. Electric razor, isn't it? Oh, Oh, sausage. What a sausage. So he carries on going through, finds a cutthroat razor, and he's like, I'll have to go use this then. Oh, risky on the balls. Yeah. Very risky. So he goes into the water, starts trimming. Yeah. Cold water, I imagine, as well. Cold water. Natural water. Now, there's two two things that's going on right now, Ryan. Two things that we're watching. Yeah. When we're with Mr. Matey Boy, he's trimming the balls. We've got close, close-ups of the balls. There's close-ups of the balls. Right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's shaving away. Yeah, water's bubbling. Why could the water be bubbling? Oh, oh, don't know. Please don't tell me it's got anything to do with that toxic waste that was put oh in the water. Oh, my God, could it? Here. Could it, Ryan? You never know. Oh, I'd really hope but not for his sake. this is happening, yeah. young lady who was about to perform Mouth Love yeah. is just chilling, but she's feeling very uneasy. Oh. But in the woods behind her is like a redneck. He's, oh fuck! He's just seen her and he's masturbating. Yeah, because she's got mouth loving. Yeah, because she clearly, <laughs> she clearly looks like she's ready for the mouth love. So he's just like, yeah, and there's like you know images of like flies on it, like walking on his head and stuff. While oh she's yeah, doing proper it. redneck style. Yeah. you know, and she's she, she's like, oh, I feel really weird. I could just, I have an aura of somebody masturbating in the woods. So she's like, oh. I don't know, let's call him Brian. Brian, and he's like, oh no, and it makes him jump and he cuts his old knackers, doesn't he? And he's like, oh, no, oh, and now it's fuck. bleeding. So he has to fucking clean it with the water. Oh. The bubbling water. Oh, Ryan. no, not the bubbling water. So he goes back and he's like, oh, you made me cut my balls, man. And she's like, oh, but I felt uneasy, right? And he's like, oh, well, that's all right. Don't worry about it. Let's get back to where yeah, we were, you kiss and sister. make it better. Yeah. So they're all smoochy, smoochy. And as they're smoochy, smooching, Anne's going everywhere. Yeah. And he's all like, oh, no, my tummy really hurts. What's going on? Ah, ah. And she's like, oh, no, something bad's about to happen. It's like, it is. My stomach's on fire. Ah. And then he's screaming. He's like, it's gone into my test. Testicles, the pain, and with that, takes that razor blade, yeah, cuts out his own bollocks, oh, right? Bloody cuts hell. out his testicles because of the pain. Yeah, oh right? yeah, it must be really painful. And then blood everywhere, and he's just, oh, and he just dies. Oh shit, dead. Next minute, yeah. Red camera angle, so you can just see real weird fishbowl lens. Oh yeah, but it's all in red. Oh. It's slightly moving. The woman's sure looking no. at this lens. She's screaming. What could it be? It's not. His testicles not come to life, has it? The testicles have come to life. Oh, and fuck. jumps at her. Ah! And, ah! and then basically it's an hour film about a killer testicle <laughs> trying to... Um, trying to like kill all these people just to make a massive ball sack for it to live in. 
Do you think that would be a good film? Oh, so what is it? What is it? Maybe, maybe what I could do is when it kills them, it skins them alive. So it's creating a huge skin sack. And imagine because these toxic waste testicles, maybe they're constantly growing. So they're getting bigger and bigger. So it has to make a bigger sack. So more victims to skin to make a big ball sack. Is that the sort of film you'd watch? Absolutely. It's called Scrotum. It's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I watched this the other night. <laughs> There's a film called Scrotum on Amazon oh, Prime, and that is so the premise. Good. Now, let me tell you something. It gets fucking better, Ryan. Oh, God. And I'm not going to not spoil this film. Please so, spoil. There's this amazing scene where she chases it down and she's like, I'm not scared of you anymore. And she gets like a chainsaw and, she, and there's just this like tentacle testicle monster and she rah, kills it there's blood everywhere yeah. and she defeats it and she stands on the bollock and she's like pop oh, I've defeated it and you're like this film's only been going 20 minutes this yeah. can't be the end and then there's this really long scene of her just like oh and she's crying and she's covered in blood and then she's walking down the highway cop pulls up get in the car you're not looking good my dog tell me what's happened Yeah. she tells him he's like right let's go back to that campsite let's see what's going on yeah. Pulls up at the campsite. He says, you stay here. <laughs> God. I can't no, believe I'm going to say this out loud. She safe. falls asleep. Yep. And has a dream. Oh, no. This isn't even a dream, Ryan. Oh. This is a memory. Oh, shit. Where she remembers sex ed at school. Where uh, she learns. that. So the teacher's teaching about sex ed. Yeah. Yep, yep. And the teacher reminds her, there's two testicles. Oh, <laughs> There and is she, two testicles. And she wakes up, and then there's this scene with classical music playing, and her really loud, and her in the background in slow motion, just screaming, "There's another one!" And this testicle takes out this copper. <laughs> God's our film. That's, but this is what we're talking about when we say about <laughs> making a film. That is on Amazon Prime. That's a, this is exactly what we were saying. That's just fucking <coughs> mental. It's insane. And that's been made into a film that's now on Prime. The transitions in this film <laughs> are some of the funniest things I've ever seen. You know, like back in school. Yeah. So you're in year 10 or whatever, and you're on like Word document. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get like the word scrotum yeah. in like uh, uh, you know them fonts you get the 3D yeah, fonts yeah, yeah. and you can get them transitions where it just slowly moves to the side yeah. or slowly comes down <laughs> or slowly flickers out every transition in this film is from uh, Microsoft Word wow <laughs> it's a fucking outstanding oh God. if you lot want to waste an hour of your life but have the most fun in that, in oh that my time God. Definitely watch, have to watch scrotum. the scrotum <laughs> on Amazon Prime it's outstanding <laughs> Oh, shit. How are we going to compete with that? We can't compete with that. This is the problem. How is this so tame compared? I know. We're wasting our time with zombies oh, and zombies ghosts and, and, werewolves, and werewolves. And your wife's yams. For fuck's sake, <laughs> we need more than that. We need scrotums. We need, we need to go back to the drawing board, I think. We're going to have to. We have to start again. So we are getting together next weekend to um, drink beer and record the year episode. Next week, next week is our year episode. It is. So we're going to get together, drink beer. We're going to do, uh, for those of you that have no interest in our wrestling talk, I'd probably miss next week because it's going to be a wrestling episode. It is our anniversary of this podcast. Yep. We want to relive our youths, drink beer, and watch some of the best in sports entertainment. Absolutely. So we're going to try and do what we did for the Oscars, but with one of the best WrestleManias of all time. Just get pissed, have fun. We're going to try film some of it. We're going to get some clips out. It's yeah. going to be It's just going to be a laugh, laugh isn't it? We're going to... Like so, everything, we're not yeah. going to take it too seriously. We're not going to take it too seriously. But what we'll do is, before doing that, while we're having our pre-bit, pre-biz, yeah, we'll watch the scrotum. I'm, I'm genuinely excited for the scrotum, mate. Honestly, honestly, <sighs> it's that fucking scene where she's like, "There's two <laughs> with fucking classical music." Honestly, I was, I was fucking crying, <laughs> laughing. 
watching this film, I was like, what? Like laughing out oh, loud at what's no. supposed to be a serious film. <laughs> oh God, I could not not share that with you. You needed that in your life. Uh, I All thought you'd you just it. come up with this story and you were just coming up with it. And I was, I was very impressed. I watched this weeks ago. I purposely didn't tell you about it so I could do it in this forum. <laughs> uh, well played. That was good. That was Thank good. you, I enjoyed mate. That. Um, I'll tell you what I'd like to do this week. Go on. I'd like to bring back a uh, one of our little segments, mate. Oh, yeah. One that we have not done in a very long time. A missing segment. A missing segment. I'd Which like to do a 60-second recommendation. Bloody lovely. It's about time. It is about bloody time. So, as always, our boy, Drewski McBrewski, is going to sing us in. Sing us in, baby. 60-second recommendations into the pod shortest presentation. Music, film, even serial. 60 seconds, recommending, listen close, it's not never-ending, time is short. Okay, Drewski, we've not heard that song in a while, have I've we? I've missed that song. We've it's got lots of good, good jingles that we need we to have. use more of. We do. But, I mean, to be fair, I say this, we've actually got a few of these in the vault. We've just not done them in a while. Yeah, we I have. think whilst we've been kind of, obviously we've had to t- the time off and stuff, but whilst we've been altering the podcast slightly, making them shorter, bits and bobs like that, um... We're still we're still growing, aren't we? Yeah, you know, we're, we're still, only fifty episodes in. We're a baby podcast. We mate. are, we are. You know, we're ever evolving, ever evolving. So instead of giving you these hour and a half, two hour episodes where we're shoving in everything, we can just bring them out here and there and everywhere. Yeah, can't we now? Exactly. Do we've, got, we we've got the options, haven't we? Our it's podcast. nice to have variety. Yeah, bro. So um, I'm going to leave this one to you, my mate. Okay, so this one is one that has been sent in to us as a in a written format, which is completely fine. We did say this. We, we have said don't this. Don't want to send. We'd we'd like a clip so we can hear beautiful voices. But if you're yeah, not comfortable, it, it feels like they're, they're they're on the podcast with us. Then yeah, well, you know, that's what we want. We want to hear your lovely guys' voices. But if if you're not comfortable doing that, that's absolutely fine. Send as well. us a review. So we've got a review sent in by David. David Demain. That's the one. He's the bo- he's a boy. He is a boy. Very very loyal listener. Yes. Big fan of the podcast. We're a big fan of his. Well, I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, I love him so much, and he's very handsome. He is, isn't he? He's a very handsome man. And not only that, whenever I see him, he gives me boiled sweets. And we know how much we. If we you li- listened to last week's episode, you know how much we love. We boiled love sweets. boiled sweets. So that's yeah, it's a plus, isn't it? That's a big plus. Handsome and boiled sweets. You don't get handed boiled sweets that often these days. No, no, you don't. I feel, yeah, no. I feel if you're handed a boiled sweet, it's going to go one of two ways. It's going to be someone you love, like David Domain, or a wrong un. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not yeah. always going to take that boiled sweet. No, you've got to know someone pretty well to take the exactly. boiled sweet. I'll take the boiled sweet every day from David, maybe not from, you know, random Pete walking down the street. Yeah. Rhymed, see how I did that. I like that, yeah. Was that intentional? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Nice, that's good. Um, so this review, I've not, I've I've read it when he sent it to us quite a while ago. Like I said, we've been sitting on some of these for a while, but I've not practiced this, and I don't know if, David, you practice this oh, in terms of timings, because yeah, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. we've only got 60 seconds for this, so I'll try my best. I've not practiced, so I feel like I'm either going to rush right through it and be done in t- 20 seconds, or going to be perfect but this review i'm excited for because it's a, it's of a game that david has told me about quite a lot and it actually looks incredible it's not something i've come across before prior to david tell me but anyway i'm going to get straight into it okay so this is a 60 second review of blood go in the 1990s first person shooter games with a film genre theme were in vogue duke nukem parried american action heroes shadow warrior was a pistache of martial art movies and doom took on alien films best of all was blood and homage to horror anti-hero caleb is on the trail to defeat a dark cult leader en route you battle nonsense chanting monks gargoyles meat-eating fish fire-breathing hounds marauding zombies rats bats spiders and even choking dismembered hands Ooh, many of which will ambush you To dispatch them, you have weapons from a pitchfork and traditional firearms to voodoo-based weapons and the mighty napalm launcher. The game is replete with fun, horror references and settings. Caleb has a joyful repertoire of sardonic sardonic one-liners and even sings when you're idling. For the combination of atmosphere, challenge, adrenaline and sheer fun, blood has it all. It is, dare I say it, the best first 
person shooter of them all. Oh, yes. I kept getting distracted then because I kept looking up and I kept losing my way. (laughs) Yeah, that was perfect. 60 seconds. 60 seconds. Bang on. Bang it. So blood. Blood. I'm just going to Google because I don't think I've ever played this. I want to see if I've seen it before. So So I've never played it. Um, It's... Like I said, it's, I've only come across it when David's been telling me about it, and I've since looked at it, and David sent me videos and stuff, and it looks very much Doom-esque. Oh, very Doom-esque, You know, like, yeah. like Dave says in his review there, 90s action shooter game. But what I love about this one, it's the horror references. Yes. So like you like said in there, like... um. Just the... Yeah, the homage to loads of, like cult classic things and the weapons and it's much more horror themed whereas doom's a bit more i know it's like you're fighting hell and demons and stuff but it's not like classic gothic-y horror type yeah, things. Yeah, yeah yeah of course yeah so like even like you know the zombies and dismembered hands and stuff he says in there um and it sounds like your character's really cool and quirky as well so like caleb sounds like he's got a bit more which is hard to do get a bit of character in a shooter that you're rooting for and that you like. And I think it's all about those catchphrases and those one-liners and stuff that you need. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, That's why you're talking. I'm just going to check Steam, see if you can buy it on Steam. Yeah, this is the thing. I I bet if you could get hold of it, obviously it's going to, because it's from the 90s, I imagine it's going to take up like no memory or whatever. So I could probably get it on my laptop because I don't have a PC or anything, but if I could get it on my laptop, I'm sure that, you know, a modern laptop would be able to run it no problem. 8.4 8.4 out of 10. Yeah, good. Good ratings. Uh, 4.3 out of 5. So, yeah, very. Uh, yeah, you can get it on Steam. Amazing. Don't know how much it is because I can't log in at the moment, but it's there. But, yeah, that's no, no, cool. And it it is one of them. When Dave's told me about it, I'm like, this genuinely sounds and looks incredible. Definitely yeah. something oh, yeah, right yeah, up yeah. our street. And I've never, never heard of it before. No, no. First like, time everyone always talks about Doom and Duke, like, yeah, you know, Duke Nukem yeah. and that. But I'd never even heard of blood. No, no. Um, so yeah, great sixty-second recommendation Fantastic. there. So keep them coming, everyone. Thank you so much, David, for that one. We love the fact that we got it in written format. Yeah, because you still got involved, even though you didn't want to send exactly. Me to Beautifully you, written as well. Beautifully written. Yeah, very well written. I hadn't read through it once, so I wasn't practiced. So yeah, it. Um, I, I tried to do my best, David, but I kept looking at the clock as well, so I was getting distracted. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, we now have David talk. David talks very eloquently, doesn't he? Yeah. So you, we're, we're never going to do as We're never going to be able to, yeah, do him justice. That's why, you know, should send it in voice note next time, David. Yeah, you bastard. For <laughs> fuck's <laughs> sake, David. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's absolutely insane. I am going to look for that because I'm looking at, I want to get back into streaming within the next couple of weeks. That'd be cool. Um, been getting back in with King Kennedy um who i can't remember mentioned on the podcast is now a full-time streamer which i think is amazing so cool so i want to get back on the twitch train doing a bit of streaming me and ryan have also had a little into the podcast uh chat slash meeting and we have decided that we are going to look into doing streaming ourselves but streaming the podcast Mm. um not video games i mean if we get into it and if it takes off a little bit we will stream games yeah as into the podcast but we're going to try we're going to learn i'm going to figure out how to do it and we're going to try every now and then bang out a cheeky little live video podcast for you on twitch so now is the time to be getting downloading twitch motherfuckers i probably should do that as well you should probably do that as well (laughs) i said this the other day i was in one of kennedy's uh in one of kennedy's streams i put it on the group chat i was like still not got ryan on he's like for fuck's sake (laughs) how long has it been now (laughs) (laughs) quite a while um we're halfway through the episode, which is normally about time we stop for something to eat, isn't it? Yeah. Feeling a bit snackish. So let's bloody do it, my friend. Let's eat. Here come Sam and Ryan, listen to them both speak. They've come for hours all with their pop culture critique. But are you even a nerd if you don't overread? So come on, everybody, it's the snack of the week. There's Drew being sexy as ever. Always sexy. Speaking of sexy... I found it a sexy-ass snack. Sexy-ass snack. So I'd never seen these things until I saw them in the shop. Mm-hmm. And then since buying it, bearing in mind this was probably about a month ago I bought them, I am seeing them all the time online at the minute. Right. So you know you can see these like snack boxes where it's like, oh, um, £10 a month and you'll get snacks from all around the world. Oh, these right, from Australia okay. and these from Japan. These are coming up all the time in there. 
Okay. These are Mars. Mars. Pods. Pods. Just Mars pods. Mars pods. I've got a fucking clue what they are, but they just look like little crispy baskets topped with chocolate with caramel on the inside. Interesting. They look ridiculously nice. I can't get in the fucking bag because... Yeah, I'm in. You're in. There we go. So uh, I saw these. I thought they looked insanely good. So um, I thought I'd treat my boy. Oh, they're, they're hard. They're like, like almost like a biscuity. Yeah, they are. They're in a weird shape. Like a little, yeah, like a little basket. Like so they are quite so small. Just a little pod. Not the prettiest of biscuit. Like, no. They kind of look like. It kind of looks was... like a giant chocolate button that's just got like. Someone's just whacked on a biscuity base on one side. They, of it. What it looks like is it was a lots of biscuity base and they've just smashed them all up. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not pretty, but it looks banging. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. They're nice, then. It's like. I'm going to have another one. It's like a waffly bottom, isn't it? Yeah. Like one of them hard waffles. Yeah. They could almost be, if you put them in a bowl with milk, they could be cereal. Easy. Yeah. Mmm. Like, the chocolate's not too sickly either. Like, it's got a hint of Mars, but I want... I could smash a full bag of them. Easy. Yeah. Well, good. Wait, sticking this on the tier. Second stop. Third stop. There's five tiers, isn't there, we said? Yeah. Yeah, we did say that. We sorted that. We we, we did a yeah. lot of work into that. Yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. Um, that's going to plan. <laughs> Second tier. Second, Second from tier. top. Mm-hmm. Which was the whatever tier system we had. Pretty good. Yeah, because we've got top tier. Yeah. Then whatever tier two is. Yeah. Tier three has to be inoffensive. Yeah. Grab what we always say when something's just all right. Yeah. And then bottom, second bottom, bottom. But yeah, I'd say they're second tier. Second tier. Hmm. Yeah. A nice little surprise then. Yeah, they absolutely you come are. come across Mars pods, help yourself. Mm. You know what? Stick some, stick some in a bowl with some milk. Try it. Someone someone try that and let us know what it's like. Yeah, because... I imagine it'll go soggy quite quickly, so you mm. probably only want a few, depending on how quickly you can shovel them down. Well, this is it. And I'd probably be able to shimmer them down quite quick. Yeah. So moving on. Moving on. I got you a little something, something, mate. Did you? What did you get me? It's Christmas next week. Shit, is it? I haven't got. Well, I, haven't, like, I haven't bought any presents. It's well, it's the week after. But when this comes out, it'll, it'll be, next be week. it'll be exactly yeah. a week from when this comes out. This is your Christmas present. I got you. Um, it looks fucking massive. It's big. <laughs> it's big. So really. I should be giving. I should be giving you this on the Christmas episode. Oh well, yeah, that's you, why I'm giving you your present. That's fine. The only reason I'm giving you this now is I want to see how excited you are, so you can use it for the year episode. Okay. Okay. What I'm going to tell you is, yeah, I hadn't even thought what I'm getting Ryan for Christmas. Right. I hadn't thought about you. Yeah. Because I don't. Because yep. fuck you. Yeah. Absolutely. That's fair. And then one night, I was had a headache. Oh, did you? I did. Mm. So, and it was what, about eight o'clock at night. Mm. And so I pulled into Aldi and I was like, I'm just going to buy a bottle of water Aye. and some paracetamol. Yeah. Standard. Got a bit of an headache going on. Just water and paracetamol. Yeah. Take the edge off. Didn't have any at home. I've always, I've always got plenty of pills in, but it's always like oh, shit pills. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't like, know like I don't know, like a fucking vitamin D tablet. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's that going to do for your headache? Yeah. Nothing. So I was but like, right. Probably keep you healthy. I don't know. Maybe. But it's not getting rid of your headache right no, now, is it? No, it's not getting rid of your headache right now. You know, what's that fucking antihistamine going to do? Exactly. So I went into Aldi, and there it was. I love the center aisle. So I just had a little peek over for the center aisle as I'm walking past. Yeah. And it just stared at me. Yep. And it was like that moment where you see an angel, where everything around you goes black and white, <laughs> but this it like floated. Yeah. And you heard that, oh! Yeah. And a big spotlight <laughs> shone, and I was like... Ryan's present. Wow. I bought it, immediately took a picture and immediately sent it to your wife <laughs> and went, look at how fucking ridiculous this is, is Ryan's Christmas present. 
Oh my god. So, I have no idea what to expect. It, it's fucking massive. It's massive, and I had to wrap it in like two rolls of um wrapping paper. So I'm just gonna get the uh uh film out for this, so that's okay. Absolutely. So I'm gonna film Ryan opening his Christmas paper. There's a lot of wrapping paper. Oh, fucking on hell, it. how much tape is on it? Oh, it's always awkward when people like record you or watch you when you're uh, opening presents. And this has gone on the internet as well, so if you oh, don't really? like it. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, what is it, Ryan? It's a Hulk Hogan plush dress-up set. <laughs> so, it's not a dress-up set of Hulk Hogan. It is a dress-up set of a teddy of Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? It's massive. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't... Oh, I need, I need scissors to cut them off. Wait, in fact... Let, 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 you can rip them off, surely. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to rip it. I'll tell you what, I'm going to pause the episode, guys, while because I want a picture of Ryan wearing this. One second. Okay, so we've done it. Ryan has uh, cut off all the tags because <sighs> he didn't want to rip it because it's uh, an excellent, excellent present. It's insane. I, I want to know I how mean, you're feeling right now. I'm your... in shock, to be honest. <laughs> you know what? That's exactly how I wanted you. I didn't want you to love it. I wanted you to be shocked by it because I, mean, I it is fucking was. It's incredible. It's the most random thing Have of all time. Have you ever seen anything like no, it? No, it's insane. I'm going to put the I'm going to put the mask on. How does it feel, mate? Wow. Yeah. Not great visibility. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> you look fucking ridiculous, mate. <laughs> right, biggest pose. Let's get a picture for the people. Here he is. The plush fucking <laughs> Hulkamaniac. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you look outstanding. <laughs> you know what? It's actually really scary to look at. Because your head is so massive now, but the eyes are so and I, angry. I normally have such a little head as well. I know. I've got a pea head, so <laughs> maybe this is what I've been lacking. This is what's been holding me back my whole life. I just needed a big old head. I wouldn't mind, but this is supposed to fit a child. And this fits you perfectly. So how's this going to fit on a kid? Well, let's have a look at the age on it. Five up. How is this going to fit a five-year-old? It's massive. It is huge. I can't, I can't look at you. <laughs> I'm just going to do the whole episode wearing oh this now. Oh my God, I can't take you serious. So you're looking forward to wearing this during the whole of next episode? Oh, I'm very excited. I might have to get a straw That's fine. so I can have my beer. Um, but yeah, Hulkamaniac. So there was this one or a John Cena one, but they didn't have any John Cena ones in. Ah, well, that's and fine. And also, I thought... Although John Cena's a bit more current. Yeah. But I fucking can't, I can't do it. <laughs> the Hulk, he, he, the Hulkster, the Hulk maniac. Yeah. He's fucking retro, mate. This is what you need. He is classic, isn't he? You're happy? I'm very happy. Merry Thank Christ you very much. Merry Thank Christmas, you very much. mate. Merry Christmas. Love it. <laughs> uh, <sighs> so, um, I, I'm looking forward to talking about this next thing wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to take it off. I'm sweating. Personally, I want to I give it a, just a little go because I want yeah. you to, although I've got a massive head, I want you to witness how horrible it is to look at. <laughs> its face is quite detailed, actually. It's fucking awful because you can't see, I can't see your eyes it's at scary, all. Isn't it? It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> all I'm looking at is Hulk Hogan's piercing blue eyes just stare at me. No, Hulk Hogan's Plushy. <laughs> <laughs> and do the hands fit quite nicely? They're quite warm, yeah. They're like mittens. Oh, God, these fit really well. Yeah. Keep you warm on a cold day. I might oh, start yeah. wearing them like, uh, to work. To work. <laughs> <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, mate. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You're very I'm going to struggle to top that with your gift. <laughs> you fucking are. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget the John Cena one. <laughs> Right, <sighs> enough fucking silly messing around. Yeah, that's not, you've, we're a serious podcast about you, serious things. You've got something very serious to talk to me about. Do I? Yes. So, Ryan 
recently told me that he'd watched something that he'd like to talk about on the podcast. And I said, okay, that's, oh, that's yeah, fine. I did say that. That's completely fine, mate. Um, looking forward to hearing about it. Mm. Bearing in mind, knowing I had Scrotum to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so I even said to you, I've got something too, <laughs> but we'll save it. Mine's the total opposite yeah. of Scrotum. But then a few days later, I said to Ryan, oh, mate, let, what, what film was it that you'd seen? Because I've got a couple of hours spare. I'm going to bang a film on. We may, I may as well watch whatever it is you've seen, and then at least we can both talk on it. We've got more of a discussion. Was not expecting what you said next. What did you say next, Ryan? I said, this film that I've just watched is one of the greatest films of all time, and you should watch it. And I said, okay, I'll watch it now. What film is it, Ryan? Titanic. And what did I reply? Ah, uh, something like, shut the fuck up, or what the fuck are you talking about, or nope. <laughs> no was definitely in there, and shut the fuck up was definitely in there. Um, you told me it was an amazing film, yeah. and I said, say no more, Yeah, I'm not having it, you can talk me into it on the podcast. Okay. So here, here's your flaw yeah. to convince me why Titanic is so good. Okay. Why did you watch Titanic? Let's start there. Let's start there. I mean, we, purely we were looking for something to watch, flicking through like you do on the streaming sites. It's on Disney Plus. And I'm like, oh, Titanic. Went and watched that for a... I can't, can't remember the last time I watched it. I probably last watched it when I was at uni. So a good 12 years ago. Yeah. Because I did a module. My dissertation actually was on James Cameron films. So I did. Ah, yes, you had told me that. And what a lot of people forget is that James Cameron, one of the masters of cinema, especially the action genre, Aliens, The Terminators, Avatar, also did Titanic. Uh, of course. Which is very different in a lot of ways to a, lo a lot of the films he's done. But obviously in my dissertation stuff, I talked about like the current themes and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, anyway, decided to stick it on. And... I, like anything, when you watch it again as an adult, you have a totally different appreciation for for it when rewatching it. And this time I watched it, and it just fucking stuck with me. I couldn't stop thinking about it for like days on end, like to the point where I messaged it. I was like, I was like, thinking about Titanic. Couldn't stop thinking about it, and I was like, trying to think, unpick why. And I think there's lots of reasons to it. What? I mean, I'll ask you, what do you think when you say, when someone says Titanic? Or when I say Titanic, what instantly comes to mind? <coughs> now, the problem is, I am well aware of what an absolute classic film this is. Yeah. I am well aware of its attrib attributes. I'm well aware of its co accomplishments. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm well aware of all of that. It came out at an age where I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, well, it was I like watched... 97, maybe, was yeah. it? Yeah, around then. 1997, I think. And I watched it horrendous amounts of times because yeah. mum always had it on yeah, yeah, when yeah. I didn't give Obviously a fuck. VHS. Yes. Yeah, I so, just wanted to fast forward to the booby scenes. Yeah, exactly. So now, obviously being into film, I'm well aware of the good, the positives about it, but I, I know I hate it. Yeah. Because I know I watched it way too many times not giving a single shit about it yeah. and watching it. And we've discussed this, mate. I don't like the snow or water mm. in films. Why? Because oh, it's cold, isn't it? Very. And, and, and wet. Very cold and wet. Yeah, and it just makes me feel cold and wet. Yeah. And there's so, a lot of that in this. A lot of it. A lot of cold wetness. Mm. But yeah, anyway, so Titanic. I think what a lot of people think, because I, I think... I agree with you totally there. And I think most people have done that, especially of, of our generation. Watched it loads when we were little kids, probably too young to appreciate it. It's just a love story. And then that's sort of stuck in your heads. So I think that's the sort of reputation it's got now. It's a bit of a cheesy love story. And like, <clears> oh, it's a sad and Celine Dion singing, you know. But when I rewatched it, I was like, this is so much more. This is an epic film in every sense of the word. Like the scale is insane. Um, and really, fundamentally, okay, it's yes, it's a love story, but it's a disaster movie, isn't it? Oh, of course, yeah. And the fact that it's real, a real-life situation, okay, there's fictional characters, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet's character, sort of fi fictional, but 
it's a real situation, you know, yeah. and it, a lot of the ca- a lot of the characters in it are the real life people. So when I was rewatching it, obviously it starts with um, the shots of you know the, the the salvage team, isn't it? I don't know if you can remember. It's the salvage team in modern day. They're diving because they're looking for the diamond. So it's the shots of the real Titanic underwater, which is insane in itself that James Cameron went down and actually filmed real shots of the Titanic underwater. Oh God, yeah. I mean that's insane. So that's and that's all about Bill Paxton's character who's trying to find the diamond. They discover the drawings of you know rose who's nude and they managed to track her down she's obviously an old woman she's like 100 years old now or whatever um yeah something like that and they bring her on board don't they and then she as an old woman starts telling the story of titanic from her from her perspective and yeah because she she was the owner of the the diamond that they're looking for the heart of the ocean and she's been drawn naked straight away i was struck with Again, never, never clocked this before. The actress who plays Old Rose, phenomenal. Her performance yeah. is incredible. Like, just the little nuances, like like the way she was looking at the screen, at like the old shots underwater of the wreckage. It looked like she'd literally gone through that trauma. You know, just like a look in her eyes. I might be overplaying it, but I was like, straight away, it just struck me. I was like... She's fucking mint. Google. I think I think you've you've quoted her on this podcast more than you've quoted any other film or. Well, it's because we're doing like a deep <laughs> yeah, dive, yeah, 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 but yeah. like, but like straight away, I was like, she's amazing. I googled it, nominated for an Oscar for this role, and yeah. I was like, I had no idea, no idea. I can't even I can't even remember her name. Gloria, maybe I can't. I mean, doing a disservice there, but so I was like, yeah, can, can see it straight away because instantly within the first five minutes of her being on screen, I was like. I was feeling emotions that I hadn't felt when I'd watched it as a kid. Yeah. Straight yeah. away. And obviously as you get older, your perceptions change and stuff. And then anyway, go to the flashbacks and then it's like, you know, Jack and um, Leonardo DiCaprio. So obviously just, at that stage was the young heartthrob of Hollywood, wasn't oh, it? Oh, big time. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, like his big breakthrough. Well, you think he'd been on R- Romeo and Juliet before. But anyway, yeah, massive film. Um but like the scope, the scale of it, it feels big. The production feels big. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not cheap. It's not tacky. The shots of the ship are incredible. Okay, some of the CGI now. Oh yeah, is dated. Yeah, yeah. But there's no real CGI of the. It's the the stuff that stands out. It's when they do like the shots like over the whole Titanic, and it's clearly the the people are CGI'd, you yeah. know, like to be like the computer people walking across because now we're watching it in like bloody 4k restored. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those things now really stand out when they didn't before. Like when we were watching it on VHS, they look like real people. Definitely. So for the, for its time. So again, you can be a bit forgiven for that, but then there's so much going on in this film, like all oh, the class system, again, picking up on all that straight away, the way that people are dif- treated differently, the politics, you know, like the subtlety of like the different characters and the like the arrogance of the people that made it and how it are they to blame for this Titanic going down? Bernard Hill, who I've met by the way, did you know that? I tell you about Bernard well, Hill. You know, I, I uh, sleep in the room of the picture, man. Yeah, you bloody do. <laughs> yeah, King Theoden himself, who plays the captain. That yeah. I always forget. You know, um, and then obviously it goes through like the yeah, the love story stuff and okay, there's there is the cheesy scenes like. Pink, paint me one like one of your french girls and stuff like that's been mocked and like the sweaty hand print on the steaming bit on the steaming ship at car when they're having sex but then when it turns into the actual like disaster once they've hit the iceberg this is a film that flips on its head Suddenly you've gone through like a nice romance and you're like feeling for this couple and suddenly it goes from a rom- a romance film to one of the greatest disaster films you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And some of the scenes, like the water rising and that, like when Jack's handcuffed to the, the, the pipes. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. And you just, I was thinking, and I've seen this film a lot and I know he gets out and I'm thinking, fucking hurry up with the ax rose because Jack's <laughs> going to be drowning and just seeing the water rise. And I think again, maybe as you get older, you think of your mortality a little bit more. And I think it's easier to put yourself in those situations. You think fucking hell, that would be terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And then 
that's when I think the film becomes incredible because even from a filmmaker's point of view, those like the, like the realistic effects of like them rolling through the water and the water hitting them, smashing through everything. It's incredible. Like all those stunts are amazing and it really puts you in the action. Do you know what I mean? You know, it, you feel like you're there in so many ways and like there's just loads going on, like these big sets of like, okay, there's people like putting the lifeboats down, but there's like someone, some guys are right fly, firing fireworks and flares up into the air. There's the band playing. And these are all characters that are like, either just, it's a great, great thing through film, through, like film storytelling that these characters probably have only got minimal screen time, mm-hmm. but you feel for all these minor oh, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is what struck me the most. And you know what happens with Jack and Rose? You know their story, but it was everybody else that I was stuck with. Something like the engineer guy who's, you know, when they crash, he's the one that's like the realist. It's like, no, no, we're going to sink. This It's not an unsinkable ship. We're going to go down. There's not enough lifeboats for everyone. Um, and he's running around telling, get your life jackets on. Even the poor people get up to the top. And suddenly like this... Didn't pick up on it ever before. This guy's a fucking legend. Oh, yeah, yeah, And like, yeah. I, I was Googling all the real-life people and stuff, and apparently he did that. That was real-life testimony like of him just running around, even with the poor people, get up to deck, do this, do that. And, like, it's just incredible. And then, yeah, like I said, the minor characters in this film are really what make it. Like, little random shots. There's, like, a cameo from actress Jeanette Goldstein, who's... She plays Vazquez in Aliens, you know, the epic badass one. She yeah. she's plays... The, the mother, she's like an Irish woman. She's and she's the mother of the little two kids, and they can't get to the to the deck because the the staff have like locked the gates. Oh shit! Yeah, and um, there was just a little bit like she's got these two little toddlers, and the little girl just turns to her and is like, "Oh, mummy, what's going to happen with us?" And she's just like, "Oh, it's okay. They're just letting the rich people go on, and then they're going to come back and get us." And this little kid's like, oh, "Okay, mummy," and just laughing along. And I was like, "And that's." One scene fucking hit me. I was like, Oof. that mum knows that she's go- that their kids are going to die. Oh. And yeah. she's just having to be like, oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's fine, it's fine. What would she be thinking? Mm. And like, again, I never thought about stuff like that, but all these suddenly minor characters that are having to do stuff like that, and you're like thinking, fuck, it's, that's hard hitting. And then there's this scene with her as well, the only other scene I think, she, well, one of the other scenes where the kids are just in the bed and she's, like singing them to sleep as the water levels rising. <sighs> Same with like, there's an old couple that know they're going to die. So they're just like cuddled on bed in the, on the bed, like just their final cuddles as the water rises. And those two are based on real life people as well, who they were rich people. And she was going to go on, she was put on a lifeboat and he couldn't go on because it was women and children only. And so she got back off the boat and she was like, we we'll spent our, this is a true quote. She was like, we spent our whole lives together, so we're going to die together. And then, so, and I was like, fucking hell, like, especially when you're reading the real life story alongside it. I was like, all this stuff was just sticking with me. And so, and you've got all, the whole of the story of the staff, the officers, that suddenly are making these decisions. You're going to die. You're going to live. Mm. Like, can you imagine being in that situation where you're just suddenly like, sorry, but dad, you're going to stay here. Mum and kids are going to go there and you're never going to see each other ever again. And I'm the one that's having to make those decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, get the fuck back or I'll shoot you. And I was just thinking like, oh my God, this is just an awful, awful situation. And the fact that it's really happened, I was just like, oh my God. Like, And this is what struck, struck me. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And then obviously the final... There's some great scenes, like the the set piece is incredible, you know, obviously like when the ship, it tips up and like it rips and there's all like, from a filmmaker's point of view, it's done brilliantly. It doesn't, it feels like a completely well put together film, do you know what I mean? It it would have been so easy to just write, we're going to CGI everything, but it felt like they're trying to make it as practical and real life as possible. And then obviously there's the whole scenes when they're suddenly in the water and the cold. And again, as a kid, you don't think that you focused in more on Jack and Rose and that was really sad. But suddenly you're thinking, oh my God, that water hitting you. Oh my God. It'd be horrendous. Like you wouldn't know pain like it. No. And I was just like, like you said, it's, I don't mind like that too much, but even I was like, oh my God, you feel like you're wincing hard to look at. You know, it's almost like watching like a gory film. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? That to a point where you're wincing, you're just like, oh my God, this is just fucking horrific. And yeah, and then, like I said, the, the old Rose, re- well, I thought she was fantastic. And then there's the scene right at the end, obviously, where, you know, Jack's died and the, it's all over with and she got rescued and she has still has the diamond, doesn't she? And she throws it in the ocean at the end. Doesn't give it to them, throws it into the ocean and then she, you know, dies in her sleep. And then the final shot is a thing that was like the nail in the coffin for me was where she like obviously dies in her sleep, but then she wakes up and she's back on the Titanic and it's all, it gets all restored to its glory. And then they're like the bellmen, like open the doors and then everyone's there. Everyone that died is there. They all applaud her. And then she goes up and meets Rose. And it's just like such a powerful symbolic gesture, like moment of her soul being reunited with all the souls that were lost at sea. And I was like, fuck in hell. Like it was insane. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I texted Drew about it and he was like, shit, I never thought about it like that. And I was just like, you don't when you're a kid because like, who cares? It's you know, a dumb it's just, film. Yeah. It's just a stupid film. about. Oh, it's just a stupid romance film. It's, it's a film for your mum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's because everyone's, you know, just focusing on that. Oh, it's a love story. But all those other things, like I said, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And that's why I said to you, I was like, you need to rewatch it. And I've been saying it to quite a lot of people because everyone's that I've spoken to, they'll be like, oh yeah, I'm not that fussed or, oh, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it before, like 20 years ago or whatever. I would urge anyone, give it a rewatch because I bet it's a long time since people watched it. Yeah, it's a long film. It's a three hour film, but that gives you those times to get all these little things with all the, all these minor characters and set the scene and build the tension. It doesn't take, it doesn't skip, skip any corners. And I was just, yeah, I was blown away by it genuinely. And then, you know, you think this was obviously one of the highest grossing films of all time and had yeah. that title up until James Cameron beat <clears throat> it with Avatar yeah, my, like 12 my years later. Yeah. But you know, it's a film that won 11 Oscars, mm-hmm. 11 Oscars. That's insane. Like, so that's what I mean. It's not like, I think I've been guilty of it. You think almost retrospectively, like, oh, we think of Titanic and you just think, oh, it's just cheesy love film. And, you know, like, yeah, like I'm the king of the world and, you know, Celine Dion singing it. But it's got something about it. If it won 11 Oscars, was the highest grossing film of all time. Still holds, still, it's like third or something. And yeah, I, like I said, you need to rewatch it. I don't know how you've done that. You have completely changed my view on Titanic. Really? Yeah, that is unreal. You talking then nearly made me cry. Wow. That is because I'm remembering these scenes as you're saying them. Yeah. The scenes of the, uh, it was more the kids, but. Oh God, yeah. But, you, you know what I mean? Like I'm remembering these scenes as you're saying them. Fuck. And I've not seen it in 20 years. Yeah. And you're nearly making me cry remembering Oh, them. I was, I was, when I've been, yeah, watching it, I was on the verge of tears so many times. <sighs> And like I said, it wasn't the Jack and Rose stuff. Yeah. Because you know, know that, that and you remember yeah. that or you remember what happens. But it was all these little things and you think, fucking hell. And like I said, I think as you're older, you, you, you pick up on different things perhaps and mortality and, you know, suddenly if we were in that situation now, we're not the kids watching it. We wouldn't be, make, we'd be ones trying to make these decisions or fend it, fighting for our lives or, yeah. or if we were the staff, what would you fucking do? Oh yeah. my, like, it, yeah. It was emotionally heart, heart-wrenching film. So it's an, it's a brilliant film. Is Titanic the greatest film of all time? I think it might be one of them. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But I mean, it's the stats hold, like, attest to that. 11 Oscars. You know, both, it's mad that both Kate Winslet and, I'm going to have to Google her name, um, the old Rose, Gloria, I want to say Gloria. I could be completely wrong now. Uh, so Kate Winslet and Gloria Stewart. Yeah. So Young Rose and Old Rose both got nominated for Oscars for playing the same character in the same film. Yeah. How insane is that? It's one of them that everyone's bringing their A game to that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, a film that catapulted Kate Winslet and Leo into superstardom. Mm -hmm. Wow. So there you go. There you go. It's answered. Titanic is the greatest <laughs> film of all time. You fucking, you've compl- you've left me gobsmacked, mate. Wow. 
That's, you, I, I, that's, I, I thought I'd struggle to convince you because it's hard when you're not watching it. But when you, yeah, like when you break it down and all this stuff, I wasn't expecting that. I was just saying, oh, yeah, sick Titanic. I haven't seen that for. We'll watch Jack and Rose. Years. Yeah, it was Jack and Rose. Yeah, why not? We'll have it whilst we're having tea. Balling my eyes out later. Three days later, I'm like, fucking hell, what would I do if I was that man? Like, oh my God, can you imagine making that decision? Just a picturing about to go into the water. Oof. What do you have for tea? I can't remember. <laughs> that was not important. <laughs> yeah, rewatch it. Wow. The Titanic sunk April 15th. Abraham Lincoln was shot April 15th. Wow. Your boy was born April 15th. Wow, yeah. no way. All this bad, all this bad wow, shit happens April that's 15th. Insane. <laughs> um, I was going to end this film talking about the delightful film Slother House about <laughs> Alpha the Sloth that goes on a killing spree, but I'm not going to do that right now. I'll save that for another week. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot bring that film up after Ryan's just convinced the world that Titanic is the greatest film of all time. So, uh, yeah, I'm, we're ending there because that has absolutely blown my mind. Oh. So, Ryan, leave yes. us with just some more absolute gaping knowledge oh i can't i can't possibly do it i can't I, I don't think i could top it all i'm gonna say is thank you for my incredible incredible christmas <laughs> present <laughs> peace